0: and this is preserve halloween podcast so we're about a month away from halloween uh today is september 22nd it is the first day of fall and people are losing (laughs) their collective minds um I guess it's just that uh, that time of the year that everybody waits for, or a lot of people wait for, especially those that that love Halloween. Uh, the weather starts to change. For some of us, uh, where I live, it's still pretty hot. Uh, we'll eventually get cooler weather, but it it takes a little bit longer. Um, the rest of the country has decided it's now okay to acknowledge Halloween, and uh, you know the foliage begins to change. And this is not because of the weather. This is because of the amount of daylight and photosynthesis because of science. Um, And let's be honest, most of us are just happy to celebrate anything right now. Uh, It's been a really difficult over a year, I guess, now. Um, So, hey, let's celebrate the fact that, you know, fall's here. I'm all for it. Um, Before I get into the topic of today's podcast, I want to mention uh, Elvira's new book. I have a copy of it, Yours Cruelly, Elvira, Memoirs of the Mistress of the Dark. Uh, I think this was supposed to come out last year, but uh, it was put off until this week. Um, There's already people going crazy because uh, she... Revealed she's had a 19-year relationship with a woman, which is, you know, great for her. I uh, I haven't started reading the book yet, so I don't really know the details of of all of that. But I'm interested in, the, hopefully it goes into how her career and the Elvira persona and all the things that, you know, I kind of know about, but I have never really delved into it. I mean, it's a book written by her, so it's got to be a lot more detail-oriented. Plus, I think I read the the jacket, and it says, you know, she's 70 years old now, which is insane, but she wanted to get all this down before she forgets it, So, and she wants to tell it in her own words and not let someone else do it, so I think that's great. Um, I also wanted to mention Rico Browning, uh, for those who don't know, Rico is a uh, film director, actor, producer, screenwriter, underwater sim- cinematographer, and stuntman. He is best known for playing the gill man in Creature from the Black Lagoon, Revenge of the Creature, and The Creature Walks Among Us. Um, he was the the person who p- portrayed the creature in the water. Uh, someone else was the actor on the land, but... Uh, he is the only actor to have portrayed Gilman more than once, and he is the only surviving Gilman actor, uh, and he is the last surviving original actor to portray any of the universal classic monsters. Um, he also created a show that I watched as a kid called Flipper. Um, besides being, you know, Gilman, which is amazing, uh. He directed Underwater Scenes for Thunderball, which was a, an Academy Award winner in the 1966 for Special Visual Effects, uh, Never Say Never Again, and Caddyshack. Um, Rico was born in Florida, and he was inducted into the Florida Artists Hall of Fame in 2012. Uh, the reason I'm bringing him up is his daughter has uh, put out that he's not doing very well, and... She has asked for us fans to write him and, you know, send him stuff to cheer him up. So I will post that address in the notes of the podcast and just send him something. Send him a letter. I'm going to tell him how much he meant to me growing up. I I grew up in Florida and uh, Gilman Creature from Black Lagoon was our monster because I knew from a very early age that a lot of that uh was shot in Florida, and that was always like a point of pride to me I guess uh that that movie was shot there so you know write to him let's let's cheer he's ninety one I think um so let's let's uh write to him and, and cheer him up I mean it's just an easy thing just send him a note uh cost you a stamp so I mean it's no big deal. Um, So, let's get back to the topic. Today is September 22nd. Um, It is the first day of fall. Um, As I like to do often, I was reading the Old Farmer's Almanac about facts and folklore related to the fall equinox. And I found some interesting information. Um, I also deep dove into Wikipedia, which is another thing I often do. And I found some other facts about this day. That have nothing to do with fall equinox, but just September 22nd in general. So, uh, according to the Old Farmers Almanac website, in 2021, the autumnal equinox, also called the September equinox or fall equinox, arrives on Wednesday, September 22nd, which is the day I'm recording this. Uh, This date marks the start of fall in the northern hemisphere and spring in the southern hemisphere. During the equinox, the sun crosses what we call the celestial equator an imaginary extension of Earth's equator line into space. The equinox occurs precisely when the Sun's center passes through this line, and when the Sun crosses the equator from north to south, this marks the autumnal equinox, and when it crosses from south to north, that marks the vernal equinox. So, after the autumnal equinox, days become shorter than nights as the Sun continues to rise later and nightfall arrives earlier. And I get sleepier at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, This ends with the December solstice, and the days will start to grow longer once again. Um, Fun fact, based on the astronomical definition of seasons, the autumnal equinox does mark the first day of fall, of course, in the northern hemisphere. But according to meteorological definitions of the seasons... Uh, This is based on temperature cycles and the Gregorian calendar. The first day of fall was actually September 1st. So, I guess it depends on which one of these you believe. Uh, The fall equinox has been a day of celebration for culture since ancient days. Uh, People track the transition of the Earth and its journey around the sun. There are a few historical uh, monuments that are very much tied to this Uh, machu picchu in peru um there is an ancient stone monument called itiwatana i'm sure i butchered that Uh, this means the hitching post of the sun and it serves as a solar clock to mark the dates of the equinoxes and solstices Uh, in mexico the mayans built a giant pyramid called chichen itza on the equinoxes it looks like a snake made of light slithers down the pyramid steps that's got to be really cool to see um, i mean england stonehenge was built with equinoxes and solstices in mind on the dawning of the summer solstice the sun rises directly above the heel stone and depending on your interpretation uh it was an ancient burial ground an astrological observatory or a supernatural phenomenon i don't i have no idea how stonehenge was was done uh it's still very interesting. Uh, in New Mexico, in Chaco Canyon, the ancestral Puebloan people, who were expert sky watchers, they carved spiral designs into the rocks to track the seasons and record passages of time. So they basically carved their own calendars into the rocks. Um, in thir- Around 3200 BC, ancient people in Ireland built a huge mound of dirt and surrounded it with stones, that is called Newgrange today. And for five days around this winter solstice, a beam of sunlight illuminates a small room inside the mound for about 17 minutes. And this room can only hold 20 people. So every year thousands will enter a lottery to uh, hope that they win to be one of the people that are allowed to enter. Um, On the spring and fall equinoxes, a peculiar phenomenon occurs at the Great Sphinx, Sphinx, not Sphinx, uh, Sphinx and the Pyramid of Khafre. If you stand directly in front of the Sphinx and uh, at sunset on the date of either equinox, as the sun nears the horizon, you'll observe it settles directly onto the Sphinx's right shoulder. And at this angle, the sun also sits at the southern corner of the Pyramid of Khafre located behind the Sphinx. Um, So, some other interesting facts about uh, today is also autumnal equinox day in Japan. Like many other holidays, this holiday was repackaged as a non-religious holiday for the sake of separation of religion and state in Japan's post-war constitution. On this day, uh, people connect or reconnect with their families by tending to graves of ancestors, visiting shrines and temples. Uh, they also celebrate the weather and the autumn harvest by enjoying outdoor activities and eating uh, shubonohi snacks, uh, such as baromaki, which is a ball of sweet rice and azuki paste. I've never had one, but I've heard those are really, really good. Um, uh, according to the Neo-Pagan Wheel of the Year, this is uh, Mabon in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, this holiday of the Autumnal Equinox, Harvest Home, Mabon, the Feast of the End Gathering, Mian Fomer uh, on Clapshaw Alban Elfid. Uh, this is a modern pagan ritual of Thanksgiving for the fruits of the earth and a recognition of the need to share them to secure the blessings of the goddess and the gods during the coming winter months. This name, uh, Mabon, I'm sure, I, I, I apologize for how I butcher a lot of this stuff, but uh, hopefully you know what I'm talking about, M-A-B-O-N. This was coined by Aidan Kelly around 1970 as a reference to a character from Wel- Welsh mythology. Among the Sabbats, it is the second of the three pagan harvest festivals, which is preceded by Lugnassad, And followed by Samhain, which is a one that all of us Halloween people are very familiar with. Uh, In the Southern Hemisphere, this time frame right now is Ostara. Um, And if you want to learn more about Mabon, Mabon, whichever way you say it, I'm sorry. There is a podcast called Magic and Alchemy, and it's put out by Tamed Wild. It's a website that I get updates on. Um, There's tons of, just type in M-A-B-O-N and you'll see a ton of videos and really cool information. Um, If you want to learn more about this time of the year, as according to the uh, Pagan Wheel of the Year, uh, which is really a very interesting topic. I talk about it a lot. I am not a practice a person who practices witchcraft or wicca or any of that stuff, but I just find it very interesting. Um, Another thing that happened, there's a couple other really big events that happened on September 22nd throughout history, but there are two in particular I want to talk about. Um, In 1692 on September 22nd, this was the day of the last hanging of those convicted of witchcraft in uh, the Salem Witch Trials. Uh, Everyone else was eventually released, and of course, the Salem Witch Trials uh, were a series of hearings and prosecutions of people accused of witchcraft in colonial Massachusetts. Between February 1692 and May of 1693, more than 200 people were accused, 30 were found guilty, 19 were executed by hanging, 14 of those were women. One other man, Giles Corey, was pressed to death, Uh, pressed to death. That's actually God uh, for refusing to plead. And at least five people died in jail. This is one of colonial America's most notorious cases of mass hysteria. This has been used in political rhetoric and popular literature as a vivid cautionary tale about the dangers of isolationism, religious extremism, false accusations and lapses in due process. Um, An overwhelming majority of the people accused of witchcraft were women it was almost 80% um, based on the Puritan beliefs and prevailing New England culture that women were inherently sinful and more susceptible to damnation than men were, um, which is ridiculous. Um, most of us who are, are followers are fans of Halloween know all about Salem witch trials because of you know Salem, Massachusetts being one of the places. Most of us want to visit or have visited. Um, again, if you want to learn more about Salem Witch Trials, there is a ton of literature and, and writings about it. Uh, and they're constantly being written, more things. Um, in 1789, on September 22nd, the Office of the United States Postmaster General was established, which I thought was interesting. Um I love history of the post office because it's it's crazy to me that there's still a a business or a government entity that will mail something anywhere in the world for a fee. Um, we can mail. I can mail something where I live to Alaska or Hawaii or whatever for fifty something cents. That's crazy. Um, and the price keeps going up, but I mean, it's still less than a dollar to mail a, a letter to anyone in the United States. Um, but that's today, September 22nd, is, of course, first day of fall. So what does that mean for us? Uh, Halloween, Sawin, All Hallows Eve, October 31st, will be here sooner than we think. So let's enjoy this time of the year that we all love because you know before we know it it's going to be over uh halloween is only a month a little over a month away it's almost a month and a week exactly and you know i can remember just a few months ago thinking it was just so far off and now it's it's almost here and before we know it it's going to be gone so let's enjoy it and let's continue to preserve halloween